0: Gather round, gather round, join us for a spell. There is magic to be found and stories here to tell. Feed the fire, merry meat, dare to more than dabble. All are welcome.
1: Welcome to the bonfire. Exploring magic with two modern
0: witches. I'm Corey and I'm Detta. Hi, welcome back. Hello, hello. We want to give a shout out and a huge thank you to Baby Brujo. The mead was amazing. And also Katie, who just left us a review on Apple Podcasts. Thank you. We so appreciate it. Today we're going to do things a little bit differently. We are just going to the library today. So I'm going to provide you with some resources for the Morgan and also where you can start to look for Irish Pantheon. And then next week, we're going to dive into chatting about them and chatting about the gods and goddesses and some of the lore around them, some of the assumed lore around them. Notice I didn't say Celtic. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, a lot of people do call it it Celtic. It is Irish Celtic. We'll talk about the difference and and why we call it Irish. Because, like, keep in mind the Celts occupied a large space. that's that's part of the stuff that we are going to talk about in the library, and maybe Corey will jump in on, on that part of it. That's another yeah. thing that's
1: different today is I am not in charge of the history section today, folks.
0: Not me. No, no. It's so, all data. So. But I did a lot of research because I'm a nerd, and I wanted to come prepared. Yeah, we have some things to talk about at the bonfire, too, That uh, Corey has a story to summarize for you and talk oh. about yeah <laughs> so we'll talk about that when in this in there. this book report
1: i will tell you all about
0: <laughs> so so yeah so we're gonna we're gonna talk about that and it's going to be a two-parter but unlike the other ones where we say we're starting a series but we're not going to do it till later this is going to be a two-parter as in we're going to talk about this and then uh go to one and then we'll finish it up next yeah, week next week we'll finish yeah so totally fine that you can do that here now because i can just pull you down oh great two different tracks it's when we're, we're in doing zoom. on zoom yeah that i can't yeah. do anything about it like when they're talking we just hear everything
1: mm. so i have so. one more bit of fireside chat yeah. unrelated this is just personal uh it's we're not on a network Detta and i uh but if you know anything about the maximum fun network that's the network that has like my Bim Bam and the Adventure Zone and uh, Heat Rocks, Minority Corner, and a bunch of amazing podcasts—they're uh, having their Maximum fun Drive this week, and I have been waiting for almost a year for the Maximum fun Drive so I could become a member and get the f- sweet swag. So, if you listen to any podcasts on Maximum Fun, uh, go check out maximumfun.org. This is not—they did not ask me to do this. I just legit love those good good McElroys so uh. much. Uh, so please
0: please go,
1: go, uh, you know, show them a little love over there. Um, again, they did not ask me to do this. <laughs> um,
0: <laughs> but I, i now, if you want to bring us onto your network, <laughs> us, uh, we are <clears throat> fans and we yeah. think you should be fans of ours. Um, okay.
1: but I'm, I'm really excited and I've been looking, looking forward to it for a long time and I tweeted about it and a couple of them liked it and said thanks and it was just really nice Mm. um and I can't wait to get my sweet pin Mm. 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 so that's the thing that's making me happy right now cool yeah well
0: shall we head into the library
1: I would love literally nothing more than that okay
0: all right I have lots of notes and I have them in front of me right now and I will probably use them I have lots of things I want to say, and because (laughs) if you've been listening to us for a while, you know that occasionally I get discombobulated and say stupid things that I don't mean and that I say things that I know are not true, (laughs) like the fact that Delaware... Is indeed a state. And yes, I knew that. I knew that. So if you don't know what I'm talking about, that's okay too. She's beating herself (laughs) up about that, folks. I can't let it go. can't let it go. go. (laughs) Let it go. But uh, yeah. So so, but I have some notes. And I kind of did this like a lesson plan. Oh. But I don't want it to feel like you're in a classroom because this is a podcast. Dena is a teacher. (sighs) It's So she's good at lesson plans. Here's what I want to say a little bit about. So we are going to talk about. Uh, the Irish Pantheon, the Celtic Pantheon, and which is commonly neo pagan referred to as the Celtic Pantheon. And uh, my background is I am American. I know that's <laughs> hard. To, I know, shocking, right? Uh, however, I do have Irish. I'm an Irish Jew, uh, pretty, pretty straight down the middle uh, between my two uh, sides of the family. But I haven't. I think I'm four grandmothers removed from living in Ireland. So this is really a foreigner's perspective. And I took that phrase from Courtney Weber. A foreigner's perspective? Mm-hmm. I love that. I, I loved it, too. When I heard that, I was like, oh, that is a really great way to say that. Yeah. Uh, so I, so I want to I say that, first of all. And I want to talk about my influences and what I have learned. And here's the thing, too. Some of my UPG, my unverified. Personal gnosis is going to creep in here, and I've had to unlearn some stuff since I what? first started. We all do. Yeah. So I started in 1998, and what? although witch Vox was awesome, and Wikipedia right now exists, and they're pretty good. Yeah, they're okay. They're, they're okay. Uh, the, you know, they're all individuals. It's it's like it's kind of like Wikipedia, and I think. Yeah, thing. It's a little it's similar. Use your discernment and more than one source. It's uh, but it's not witch fox. No, you just have to be careful. I miss witch fox <laughs> so much. So my influences, though that I'm using today, uh, Courtney Weber has written a great book. I and she also has a podcast called That Witch Life with Hillary. And oh, oh, person whom I adore, I'm missing her name. Maybe I'll sneak back in here and put it in because I'm part of their Patreon. I absolutely love the three of them. And. Uh oh. This is why I wrote stuff down. Let me check my notes. Because even though I know it, like the back of my hand, I don't know the back of my hand that well. I can't. Well,
1: and also, like, knowing a thing and then having to synthesize it I into words nervous. and share it with others is trickier. It is true. Okay.
0: So here are my influences and in, in where I learned stuff. Uh, a lot of, like I said, uh, UPG, a lot of my personal work with on Morrigan, more Egon. We're going to talk about that in a moment. Uh, Shakespeare. Use with discernment. Swear to goodness, whoever wrote it under the name of Shakespeare—if it was Shakespeare or whoever—which they're witches. Uh, Learn religions, A.K.A. mostly Patty Wingington. Mythopedia did okay in this particular, in one instance, and I'll tell you what it was. And I double-checked my sources a lot on on that one because Mythopedia can be hit or miss. Uh, Courtney Weber. Laura O'Brien, if you don't know about the Irish Pagan School and you're interested in Pagan and Irish and the Morgon, she is the place to go. And I'll talk a little bit about Laura in a little bit. Morpheus Ravenna. Okay. All of you. Who is that? Okay. She is, she's a scholar. Although she's got a YouTube channel, she's only got six videos. She, six years ago, started an Indiegogo 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 i, th- I think yeah. it was indiegogo and it wasn't a kickstarter it was indiegogo because she wanted to write a comprehensive book about the morrigan and she's the one who pronounces i don't even know if i can do it M- morrigan morrigan i say the morrigan the Morgan, morrigan on on morrigan uh the Morgan. i say that a lot too but not on the podcast as no. much i say the morrigan a lot because I'm trying to get Laura O'Brien's Irish accent and that's how it comes out. Oh, and Laura O'Brien says Morrigan, but that is my bastardized way of saying it because I'm still trying to perfect her accent and I'm just not there yet as I just said. Anyway, Morpheus Ravenna wrote this great book called The Book of the Great Queen and the first chapter is all this amazing resources of of the myth where the Morgan shows up. Okay where uh, herself shows up and where she is referenced and where her sisters are referenced. We'll talk about that in just a moment. And then she goes on. It's just an amazing book. I cannot encapsulate. It's like 500 pages. If you find it on the internet now, if you can find it, it's like $52. The cheapest one I found was $52. It is a fabulous resource. And then she has, she's pulled some of the Irish, uh, the actual, for those of you who grew up with the Bible and the King James Version, where Jesus spoke and it was all in red, <laughs> that's what I feel like the end of this book is for the Morgan. She's pulled out uh, word, she's pulled out phrases and words that Morgan, uh, the Morgan said, and uh, and have put th- has put them all in one place, and then she's created prayers and devotions and stuff out of that. And
1: is it difficult to find and
0: expensive because it's out of print? I think it was a limited run because That's, of Indiegogo. There's a tarot
1: I deck I want that I'll never have because uh, it went out of print.
0: What's one? I can't remember what it's called. Oh, yeah. I've run into a couple of those. But
1: there's this one that the art is just so... It's just so deeply my
0: shit just like in every way and I can never what it's called but yeah that happens and see that that's what makes me spend more money than I have sometimes it's like I can't (coughs) miss this opportunity what if it goes out of print I know and then last but not least uh Morgan Daimler and Morgan not as much I haven't read Morgan's books yet but I've taken a class not on this I took a class about fairies with Aww. her because uh, fairies scare the shit out of me. That's everyone. fair. Yeah, right? Fair. Uh, they do. So Health, I wanted healthy respect there. <laughs> so I wanted to know how not to offend them and not to engage with them. I was like the only one out of 30 people in the class who was like, um, I want to know how to avoid them. And Morgan was like, Well, if you can, yeah. it's not going to be your choice. Anybody who's like, but... <laughs> I just want to attract the fae. I'm going to leave out cream on my window every night. I'm like, Don't. There are a lot of people who work with them. I just. And if you want to learn how to work with them healthily, Morgan Tamler is the one. I love that. Be safe. (laughs) Yeah. So, okay. So those those are a lot of my sources. So let's talk about the Celts. Let's talk about the Celts. Yeah. So the Celts are all over the place. And the Celts are different than the Irish Celts. Yeah. But it's all over Britannia and, which also is a great show, by the way.
1: And not only Britannia. Yeah. But, but the Iberian Peninsula yep. as well,
0: exactly. And so when Spain, you... Portugal, all, all of, of it, and, and uh, so, so it's really all encompassing. And it's there are a lot of different cultures within the Celts, and Irish Celts are no different. Well, they are very different. Just the opposite. They're no different in the fact that they are very different. Yes, there you go. <laughs> and so, so that's important to remember. The other thing that I want to say is I'm going to use a lot of gender today, a lot of okay. mostly man, women, god, goddess. It's not that uh, you have to in your modern day practice, but we're talking a lot about a history and and how they looked at themselves. So I just want to give you a heads up about that. Yeah, And that's, of course, not
1: to say that history isn't riddled with just as much variety as there is today. Mm-hmm. This is just what got passed down orally and then written. Yep. And, here, and that,
0: such a great segue. We didn't even plan it. It's like we're professionals. I know. What's <laughs> up with that? <laughs> I know. So the Irish gods that we know about and the pantheon that we know about is written down from an observation perspective from the Romans and the Greeks and the monks and the Christians. And it happened a couple centuries after they actually lived. And so they sanitized it i mean we know they did yeah and we know they changed it to we guess i i think i cannot remember who said it like i said i've synthesized a lot of people's work over the years the best we can do when we're talking about the irish Pantheon is we can do our research and we can go to the myths and I'm going to tell you the four main myths of the Morrigan. There are tons out there and I'm also going to give you some books that are resources that I found on my own but also uh, has my resource list has grown since I've uh, hooked up with the uh, Irish Pagan School Laura O'Brien has a ton of resources. So how do you feel? I, th- I think I know the answer <laughs> In <to> general? This. <laughs> Let's not go there. <laughs> We've talked about that Let's today. Let's not go there. <laughs> That is <laughs> causing have to cut all this. chaos in her office.
1: <laughs> I see her through this window just throwing I things around. I,
0: I know I know them, but I want to say them right. and I want to get all four of them. One goes first, in my opinion, and this is not everybody's opinion, to the story cycles to learn the lore of these gods and goddesses. And one of them is the Dinahonicus. Ooh. The mythological cycle, which contains the mythic foundation stories about the origins of the lands and the gods and the goddesses of Ireland. The Ulster cycle, which uh, is centering on the Cacallion and the heroes and the kings of Ulster. And in the Ulster cycle is a great story. The Morgan plays a huge part in, and that is the cattle raid of Cooley or... The Tan Bokulia. And this is the other thing, too, about my pronunciation. I am trying to learn Irish, so I know I'm going to butcher some of these. So please forgive me ahead of time. Yeah, and, I have
1: to summarize the story later. So ooh. get ready for some real bad pronunciations. Oh, I tried. I tried. I did gonna my be best.
0: Fun. It's going to be fun. The Finn Cycle, which stories around the hero of Finn, Finn Mac Comhail, I think is what it is and then the cycle of kings which the Morgan shows up just a little bit in that one now there are more than this which is how you get all the other gods and goddesses but this this is a podcast, not a sixteen week course. No kidding, <laughs> we're just doing our best, folks. So uh, so we're gonna leave it at that. And that and on that note, I'm going to introduce you to a couple of the gods and the goddesses. But this is by no means exhaustive. <laughs> That's right, folks.
1: Welcome to the studio, the Irish gods and goddesses. That's how it sounded.
0: You were like, I'm gonna introduce you. It's like they're here, friend of the family. <laughs> Step on in. You're already. Previewing my TikToks right now. <laughs> <laughs> and it is important to go to the lore. You need to go to the lore. Yeah. But this is what I wanted to talk about with Corey. Mm-hmm. And this is where gatekeeping comes in mm. and neopaganism. I mean, and I'm going to talk about this a little bit before we get to the actual gods and goddesses. I'm going to tell you my opinion and, and then throw it to Corey. My opinion is you have to start with the lore. Don't ignore it. Don't go, oh, well, there's not that much there, so I'm just not going to look at any of it. I'm just going to make up. I think it's important to have your foundation based in lore. But I think the most important thing is to have a rela- If If you're going to explore this pantheon, if you are going to explore these gods and goddesses and call upon them in your ritual working, your spell work or whatever, or their energies, then you're going to have a personal relationship and you're going to get this UPG and you're going to get information that you might not be able to confirm and it's nobody's business yeah yeah uh i yeah i the thing that
1: i i agree with that um i personally my deity um there isn't a whole lot about her uh written down and i know because i have looked yeah. every f- fucking place all over creation and the only books i can find are in portuguese Wow. So, I don't read Portuguese. Uh, turns out. <laughs> n- no hablo portugués. Uh, pero hablo más español.
0: Look at you. Practicando español. <laughs> it's no big deal.
1: Um, <laughs> Trying to get more comfortable with that language in my mouth. But... <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, I as working with a deity that doesn't I can't find a lot of stuff about Mm -hmm. uh, and a lot of the stuff that I can find is like she is often equated with these other gods and goddesses or these other like deities. And while that's helpful. A little it's also super pain in my butt so a lot of my <laughs> a lot of my relationship and knowledge of this goddess is from working with her personally wow. so um depending on who you work with i think it's so important to i just got the itchiest face i'm so sorry that's okay i think that it's important to do as much research as you can
0: yeah. learn
1: as much as you can but then know that it is a practice, and like <laughs> that I said, it's a relationship, so y- you learn by doing yeah. a lot yeah. with magic. Actually, I think it's like 50-50 at yeah. least. And the higher magics come i I'm, I'm learning stuff that, that you, you won't find probably written down anywhere yeah, like cool. her temperament and what she wants and it had me thinking a lot about what uh gutter bruja was talking about when mm-hmm. we had them on about how some days they're gonna want one thing and some days they might want another thing and that was with different that was with uh hoodoo, mm-hmm. hoodoo gods and stuff like that that she was talking that she was talking about but um i feel very similarly like some days she wants something yeah. and some days she wants other things
0: yeah some days she wants fire and some days she wants flowers you know what i mean yep so and, and I'm gonna share some of those devotional stuff with you excellent next week. In Ooh, next week's episode. Because we're teaser. not gonna get there today. No, probably but not. I will share some devotionals of mine and also of other people's and uh And specifically for the Morgan for Bridget and another god whose name we will not say just yet. We're so, holding on to it, folks.
1: About my deity. <gasps> oh I'm dying to hear that. Ha ha, you uh, have to wait.
0: <laughs> sucker and are you saying your
1: deity's name or no not right now okay it's a surprise you say it next well i've said it on tiktok so if you want to know go to tiktok go to our tiktok (sighs) okay
0: we're gonna end here for today and we're going to give you some sparks actually Corey's gonna give you some sparks
1: my spark this week
0: is a podcast
1: actually I've been having kind of a hard time falling asleep recently, and whenever that happens, I have a couple of tried and true things I turn to, one of which is just a noise app on my phone that plays like thunderstorm sounds. But when that's not working, I have this podcast that I love, and it's called Sleepy, and it's by this fella named Otis Gray, and he just reads classic literature, the dictionary. I think there's an episode where he just counts to 500 really slow and soft and he just has this wonderful voice and I usually listen to his reading of Dracula and I'm asleep by the time Jonathan Harker gets to his inn in Transylvania. It is the best thing ever for if you can't sleep. Um, so if you, like me, have a little bit of a tough time sometimes uh, dozing off, I recommend highly this podcast. It is called Sleepy, and it's by Otis Gray, and it's
0: wonderful. So until next time, be well, harm none, and don't forget, you are magic. Hey, everybody. Thank you so much for listening, and we'd like to ask you to rate and review us on Apple Podcast. And
1: to press the little plus sign on Spotify to add us to your episodes.
0: You can also find us on iHeartRadio and just about anywhere where you listen to podcasts. But if you want to reach out and talk to us, you can email us at bonfirebabblepodcast at gmail.com. That's where you can sign up for the newsletter or just ask us questions and hang out.
1: You can catch us on Twitter at bonfirebabble or on Facebook at bonfirebabblepodcast or on Instagram.
0: At Bonfire Babble Podcast, which is where we spend most of our time.
1: Yes. We are also, hooray, on TikTok now at Bonfire Babble Podcast. Thank you, Corey. Woohoo. Woohoo. Uh, it's a little baby page right now, but we are recording things and putting them up.
0: And our website will also start to have a lot more information, and that is bonfirebabble.com.
1: You can also reach out to us in a more tangible way. We have a P.O. Box now, which is P.O. Box 16341. Seattle, Washington 98116.
0: We would like to acknowledge that we are on the traditional land of the first people of Seattle.
1: The Duwamish people, past and present, and honor with gratitude the land itself and the Duwamish tribe. For more information, reach out to realrent.org.